Welcome to the You're Not Alone podcast show. This is your host, Danny Hampton, coming to you with another uplifting message of hope and inspiration. Boy, I hope that you're doing good because your boy's doing well. Let me tell you something, family. I'm pumped up today. Boy, do I have a word for you today. It's time to go out. Let me tell you something. We're going to be in the book of Mark chapter 6. I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. I got to see it. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind, guess what? It's on God's heart and mind as well. Boy, I hope that you're doing good. I hope that your week is going well. Let me tell you something, family. I'm so pumped up. I'm so elated to talk about the goodness of God. Let me tell you something. It was by his stripes that we are healed. Let me tell you something. He redeemed us back. He put us in right relationship with God. But today, guess what? We get to say Abba, which means Father. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something, family. I know sometimes in life things get so difficult and get so hectic. You don't know if you're coming or going. You don't know what's happening. But let me tell you something. You can trust in God. Let me tell you something. You can trust in the name of Jesus Christ. Let me tell you something. He went to Calvary for you and me. Hallelujah. Family, I'm just so glad to talk to you about the goodness of God. I love you. And I'm praying that God would bless you and whatever you're going through, that God would take your situation and turn it around. Boy, let me tell you something. Sometimes God will move you when you don't want to be moved. God will force you to do things when you don't even want to do it. But because God has an ultimate plan, Guess what? God can move you from one place to the next place. He can open doors. He can close doors. God can do it all. Let me tell you something, family. Continue to trust in the name of Jesus, knowing that God is working things out for you and me. Hallelujah. Let me tell you something. You and I were created for God's good purpose. He has a destiny. He has a plan. The wonderful thing about the Bible, the Bible is this. It's God, Jesus will last in testament, but also it gives us a blueprint for life and how to live and how to trust God in the midst of every event. You know, sometimes you feel like you might feel like God has left you. And, and guess what? God would never leave you. It's just the fact that sometimes opposition come into your life and it beats you so down bad that you just forget that God uh, loves you. And so that happens. So don't beat yourself up because of that. Just trust in God. This is why he gives us his word. And this is why we have to meditate in the word, because the word tells us that God will be with us in the fire, floods, and the storm. So it, as you begin to meditate in the word, begin begin to read the word of God, and begin to understand the word of God, God lets you know that, hey, there's going to be adverse things that's going to come at you, things that you can't control. But he's going to be with you in those things. And if you can get that down inside your shandala, get that down inside your spirit that, hey, that whenever you're going through that God is right there with you and he ain't left you. He's right there. He just wanting you to trust in him, knowing that he has the abilities, the powers to change the situation. Then sometimes you just got to say like this, as Cedric Misha and Abednego said, hey, even if he don't, we are all right with that because we know that God can do it. And when you know that God can do it, you just got to hold on and hold on to God. Did you hear that? You got to hold on and hold on to God. Don't give up, family, because that's what the enemy wants you to do. He wants you to run. He wants you to hide. He wants you to say, man, God, if he loved me, he wouldn't do this to me. That's far from it. Trust God because God is growing. He's letting you grow and grow. He's elevating you. He's taking you to new heights and new levels. And let me tell you something. As Jesus is with the disciples, as we get, we get ready to go into Mark chapter 6, we're going to be looking at when he's sending 12 out. He's going to send them out. He's going to say, hey. And he's going to let them know that, hey, I ain't going with you, but I'm going to send you out and you're going to do what I've been doing. 
And that's what you call the perfect teacher. That's the perfect homework assignment. In other words, this is to build their faith because guess what? Jesus knew ultimately that he was leaving the earth. He knew he was going back to be with the Father, to set the Father at his right hand. But he knew that these 12 guys that he had chosen, that he knew that they would upshake the world. That even though we know one of them was going to betray him, but guess what? The other ones was going to lead the world, lead the world into the knowledge of who Jesus Christ is and what he did on earth for mankind. They're going to change the world. They're going to change the world and they're going to let the world know that God was here on earth. Did you hear that? That God was here on earth. And could you imagine what kind of savior, what kind of creator that you have, that he would come to earth, live like a man, let men beat him, let men kill him, but he rose on the third day. He subjected himself to life like we do. So that's the kind of God that you serve, a God that led by example. You know, leadership is not being the boss. The leadership is just being an example to be a servant because Jesus, he was the ultimate servant. Even though he's the son of God, he's the ultimate servant. In other words, he didn't come born in a castle. He was born in a manger where livestock is born. And he humbled himself. He didn't make himself of some great physique, some great person. They said that when you saw him, it was nothing to see in him. But guess what? But when he spoke, he spoke with one who had authority. Did you hear that? He spoke as one who has authority. Family, you know, I love talking about the podcast show and where the podcast show is being heard. And that's to give honor to you because you take time out your busy world to hear what the Lord has laid on my heart. And today it's time. It's, 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 it's time. It's time to get this time to get out. It's time to go. And so I don't know where you at in your life. God is moving in your life, even when it seems that things impossible. It seems like that everything has crumbled. It seems like that you're all alone, but you got to know that God is there, that God is aiding you through this situation that seems to be impossible. Because guess what, family? God works in impossibilities, bringing the impossible possible. This is what God does. He works in impossibilities, bringing the impossible possible. God can do what he said he can do. Don't give up. Don't throw in a towel. Continue to fight. And so, family, like I said, now, if you listen to the podcast show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Transistor FM, whatever your host station that you do, I want to say thanks again. But this is where we heard it. In the United States, the state of Illinois, which is my home state, I reside in the city of Chicago. I like to thank the state of Texas, the state of Massachusetts, the state of South Carolina, the state of Florida, the state of New Jersey, the state of New York, the state of Louisiana, the state of Indiana, the state of Ohio, the state of California, the state of Alabama, the state of Pennsylvania, the state of Minnesota, the state of Colorado, the state of Virginia, the state of Missouri, the state of North Carolina, the state of Michigan, the state of Maryland, the state of Georgia, the state of Connecticut, the state of Tennessee, the state of Arkansas, the state of Wisconsin, the state of Oklahoma, the state of Kansas, the state of Iowa, and the state of Arizona. But I'm not done there yet, family. We got some countries to thank. I like to thank the country of Australia, the country of Spain, the country of Sweden, the country of Russia, the country of Germany, the country of the United Kingdom, the country of Iran, the country of Japan, the country of the Philippines, the country of South Africa, the country of Puerto Rico, the country of Ecuador, 
the country of Canada, the country of Uganda, the country of Thailand, the country of New Zealand, the country of Norway, the country of Mexico, the country of India, the country of Ireland, the country of Indonesia, the country of Finland, the country of Chile, the country of Switzerland, the country of Brazil, and the country of Belgium. That's just part of the family because guess what? We have family on Facebook and YouTube. So I would like to thank the uh, family on Facebook. I want to tell you that I love y'all. And I thank God for y'all. Thank y'all for just being there for me. I want to tell you I love just sharing what God has placed on my heart. And so here are the places where we are heard uh, on seen on, on Facebook, rather, uh, United States of America, uh, Nigeria, the uh, country of Ghana, the country of India, the country of the Philippines, the country of Kenya, the country of Cameroon, the country of Bangladesh, the country of Dominican Republic, and the country of South Africa. I want to say thank you for taking time out your busy day, your busy life to hear what the Lord has laid on my heart. And like I said today, family, we've been in a New Living Translation, Mark chapter 6, when Jesus sent out the 12, because guess what? He's getting them prepared because Jesus knows, guess what? He's not going to be here. But let me tell you something. Jesus came to live as a man, to show men that, guess what? That they had power, that they had authority, and that they had dominion, and they had a right to live. And let me tell you something. When Jesus left, he turned it over to these disciples. And guess what they did? They went out and won the world. Hallelujah. And we're going to win the world because we believe in the blood of Jesus Christ. So let's pray, family. Oh, precious Father, name your son, Jesus Christ. I just thank you for today, Father. I pray for those who listen to the podcast, those who don't listen, Father. We pray, Father, where there's rumors of wars, wars, Father, that you will just put an end to it, that you would put godly men and women in places of authority, that they would have people who speak into the ear, Father, that are men and women of God, Father, that have access, Father, that bring about change, Father. We ask you, Father, that whatever help is needed, that you would show up for people, Father. We ask you to bless the orphans, the widows, the poor, Father. We ask you to uh, bless those in the hospital, those who are incarcerated, Father. I pray for all those who have a need today. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray, man. Family, I'm excited. I'm pumped up. Before I start, I got to say it. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind, guess what? It's on God's heart and mind as well. Continue to trust in God. Continue to believe in God. Even when it seems like the bottom of your world has dropped out, it seems like that God is not there. But guess what? That's when God is carrying you. <laughs> and so when, when uh, God is carrying you in the midst of all your problems, your trials and tribulations. So we're going to be diving into Mark chapter 6. And we're going to be talking about Jesus as he sends his disciples out. And we're going to start in verse 1. And then we're going to end up to when Jesus sent his 12 out. Because guess what? It's time for you to go. It's time for you to go out and do what God has called you to do. Here we go. Jesus left the part of the country and returned with his disciples to Nazareth, his hometown. Did you hear that? Jesus went back to his hometown. And guess what? Jesus had love for his hometown. But it was hard for the people to believe in him because they knew that he was Joseph's son and Mary was his mother and that his father was a carpenter. In other words, understand this to be a carpenter at that time of day was someone who had to go look for work and ask people, did they need his help? And so they looked down at him because they couldn't recognize the power of God in him. And sometimes, guess what? There's going to be some people when God is moving in your life getting you going in direction. And they're going to be remembering you from way back when. But guess what? The word of God says that you're a new creature. All things have changed. All things have passed away. Guess what? No one can hold you to your past. 
God has created you new. When you confess Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, understand this. You are a new creature in Christ. All old things are passed away. Don't let no one keep you in the past because guess what? Your life is moving forward. Hallelujah. Boy, you see I'm pumped up. Here we go in verse 2. The next Sabbath he began to teach in the synagogues. And many who heard him were amazed. They asked, where did he get all the wisdom and the power to perform such miracles? Now, understand this. They see everything that he's doing. They see the miracles and knowing that the only way it can be done is by the power of God. But let me tell you something. People can see you. They can see God moving in your life, but they refuse to accept it because they want to keep you in a common place. Remember, you're a new creature in Christ today. If God is sending you out, you go out and do what God has called you to do because God is able to do it. Did you hear it? Check it out. They asked, where did he get all this wisdom and the power to perform miracles? Then they scoffed. He's just a carpenter, son of Mary. Their brother, James, Joseph, Judas, Simon, and his sisters live right here among us. They were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. Did you hear that? That they refuse to believe in. And this is a common thing in, 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 in life right now. There's people who have unbelief that Jesus Christ is who it is. I'm talking about now, these people seen the miracle, they seen everything that he was doing, but their minds were so limited to only keep him in this one particular place. That guess what? He's a carpenter, he's the son of Mary. His brothers and sisters live right here among us. They couldn't glorify God because they were too busy trying to assassinate him, his character, and he was doing nothing but good. They couldn't even rejoice in the fact that God was using him. Let me tell you something. Don't you get discouraged when people look at you and they walk away from you. They turn their back on you. Don't get upset with that. Guess what? That just because they just didn't see the God. Hallelujah. Get excited with yourself. Well, let me tell you something. And so they was mad with him. Did you hear what that? I want you to see it again. They asked, where did he get all this wisdom, the power to perform such miracles? Then they scope. He is just a carpenter. The son of Mary and his brother James, Joseph, and Judas, Simon, and his sisters live right here among us. They were deeply offended and refused to believe him. Then Jesus told them, here we go. You got to get this because right now some people looking at you, they they counting you out. But guess what? But God is counting you in. Then Jesus told them a prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own family. Did you hear that? He let you know where it's going to come from. He said, guess what? If you, if your family, friends come against you, understand don't get mad because it's time for you to get up and go do what God has called you to do. And so these people was all just frustrated because of the miracles. They wanted to keep Jesus in a common place. In verse 4, let's go back. Then Jesus told them, a prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown, among his relatives and his own family. And because of their unbelief, he could not do any miracles among them except to place his hand on a few sick people and heal them. And he was amazed at their unbelief. Let me tell you something. People going to come to you. They're going to tell you this thing about Jesus ain't real. God ain't real. Let me tell you something. 
I'm a living witness to it. God is real. God was short for you. Let me tell you something. This invisible God I talk about, we're short visible. Did you hear? This invisible God that I proclaim and talk about, we're short visible. He would show up in the midst of every situation, every storm in your life. He would guide you through. Let me tell you something. Continue to trust in him. And let me tell you something. These disciples that he's getting ready to send out, they're going to go out. And they're going to be able to do just what he can do. Because guess what? Jesus showed man that he was man. Like I told I talk about this. I always talk about faith because faith is this. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. He that coming to God must believe he's rewarded those good. If you come to God, you got to believe that God cares about your circumstance, your situation, that he will step in and help you with that situation. Did you hear that? So understand this. God will fight for you. God will stand up for you. Hallelujah. Get excited with me because I'm pumped up. And let me tell you, we're about to talk about these boys getting ready to go out. And let me tell you something. When Jesus left the earth and went and said the right hand spot, these boys went on fire. They changed the whole landscape of the world. Here we go. Here we go. I want you to see. Then Jesus went from village to village teaching the people. And he called his 12 disciples together and began to send them out two by two, giving them authority to cast out evil spirits. Did you hear that? I want you to see it. Verse 7. And he called the 12 disciples together and began to send them out two by two, giving them authority to cast out evil spirits. He told them to take nothing for their journey except a walking stick. No food, no traveling bag, no money. Let me tell you something. But God, when he's getting ready to send you out, boy, he'll let you be bare bone dry in the pockets. But if you got the faith to believe in God, hallelujah, God can take whatever you have because he owns it all. He would provide for you. He would open doors for you. Did you hear that? I want to show you. I want you to understand this. When Jesus sent them out, he doesn't give them anything to rely on, but each other. Did you hear that? Two by two. Understand this. He sends them out two by two because guess what? When discouragement comes, one can lift up the other one. And what this is what they this is what they were probably saying to one another. Well, you remember when when we was with Master, he did this, he did that. They encouraged one another to continue to hold on, fight the good fight of faith, trust in God, and see won't they prevail. God wanted to show them that guess what? Whatever God calls you to do, He has the ability to equip you to provide for you along the way. So you know, as I get ready to step out and plant this church, it ain't on Danny Hamps, it's all on God. I ain't, you know, I ain't worried about none of that stuff. I'm putting all that stuff in Jesus' hands, just as the disciples did. This is what he told him. This is what he's telling Danny right now. This is what he's telling you. I want to go back to it. And he called his 12 disciples together and began to send them out two by two, giving them authority to cast out evil spirits. He told them to take nothing for their journey except a walking stick. No food, no traveling bag, no money. He allowed them to wear sandals, but not to take a change of clothes. Did you hear that? He only allowed them just to have a stick and some shoes on. Because God is going to prove to you and me. And he's proven to everyone who opens the word of God. That he can do it. He can take care of you in the midst of your situation, in the midst of your circumstances. I don't care. God can do it. Hallelujah. So here we go. I want you to see it. Let's go down to verse 10. Wherever you go, he says, stay in the same house until you leave town. 
But if any place refuse to welcome you or listen to you, shake its dust from your feet and leave to show that you have abandoned those people to their fate. Let me tell you something. Gospel is the good news. You don't have to try to sell it. You don't have to try to do anything. The word of God is what it is. Either you're going to accept it or you're not going to accept it. Hallelujah. Get pumped up with me because I'm on edge, family. Remember this. Whatever's on your heart, whatever's on your mind is on God's heart and mind as well. You got to understand this. The good news is the gospel of Jesus Christ, the promises of God. And if they don't want to leave it to their own faith, that's their choice. God ain't telling you to go force the gospel on anybody. It's a choice. You got to understand that people have the right to decide whether or not to believe in Jesus Christ. They did it in his day. Did you just at the beginning in Mark chapter six, what happened? It said Jesus went back to his hometown again and they still refused because they wanted to keep him in a common place. You can't keep God in a common place. Boy, you got to get excited with me because I'm excited. So check it out. So the, I, I, I want to go. I want to go ahead and go back. He said this in verse 12. So the disciples went out telling everyone. They meant to repent of their sins and turn to God. And they cast out many demons and healed many sick people, anointed them with olive oil. Did you hear that? Let me tell you something. These boys did just what Jesus said. Jesus sent them out. He told them, he gave them authority. Did you hear that? To cast out evil spirits. And right there, let you know that God, Jesus Christ on earth, had authority. And he sent them out and said, hey, y'all go out and do this and do that and do this. And they did it. Let me tell you something, family. I'm pumped up. I'm excited today. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I want to tell you, if God tell you get up and go, get up and go, it's time to get up. It's time to get up and walk in by faith, trusting God, not your own self, knowing that God is working things out for you. Hallelujah. Get pumped up with me, family, because I'm celebrating today. I'm praising God. I'm believing in the goodness of God that God can do it. Did you hear that? I know he can do it. I'm trusting in God every day that I get up. I'm believing in God. Guess what? Even if I'm crying, even if I'm in misery, I know that God has me because he said he would never leave me nor forsake me. Family, I got to get up on out here. I just want to let you know it's time. It's time to get up. It's time to go. God calling you to do something, trust God. When he sent them disciples out, he sent them out with nothing but stick. He allowed them to wear a pair of sandals. In other words, they were totally dependent upon what Jesus was going to do. He gave them authority. Hey, if you can get about no evil spirits, I give you the power to, to walk and throw them, get them. Get on back out in the name of Jesus. And guess what? Everything that he told them to do, they were able to do. So, family, let's close in prayer. Oh, precious Father, name your son, Jesus Christ. I pray for your people, Father, all around the world, Father, that you open doors for them that no man can shut, that you give them the ability just to get out and walk it, Father, by faith, just as you told those disciples, don't y'all take anything. Y'all just trust that God will provide. Let me tell you something, God will provide for you. In Jesus' name, amen. Don't be discouraged. Stay encouraged, family. I'm up out of here. I love talking to y'all. I can't wait to talk to you again. I've just got to say it. Bye-bye, family. I love you. I can't wait to talk to you again. Have a blessed day. In Jesus' name, amen.